Welcome back to the Curious Table. How is everybody? Wonderful. Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah we're doing good. Um, how was your weekend? It was good. Um, I was off Saturday. I worked nice yesterday. for you. Yeah, we went to the flea market and then just chilled around the house and then we went to a, a benefit show and then I worked Sunday, which was chaos. Oh yeah, we went to. I know we're all like not football. We're all like, wait, why was it crowded? Yeah, yeah, we went to Kroger and it was there was not a parking spot. We had to go somewhere different. Okay, I already told Lauren the story on the way over here. But speaking of your thrifting day, the little uh, antique store by me, the um, the cottage cottage store, store. yeah, is going out of business Mm -hmm. in Fountain City, and so everything's on sale. And so Charlie has wanted to go there from for the whole year and a half that we've lived over on that side of town. And so I was like, I have to make this happen for you before this place closes. So we go in there the other day, and there's this dog that has been in the window. It's like a ceramic dog, y'all. He's fallen apart. His butt <laughs> is, like, taped together with – I'm going to post a picture on Mama Bear. It's taped together with, um, like, a napkin. And, I mean, he's a, he is a mess. They had done a name – they had done, like, a thing on Facebook and named him – and his name is Reggie, Aww. and um, I took him home and I decorated him. And I don't know, I told Lauren, I was like, I don't know if the lady knew. I was like, I'll post about him on my on my business website. I was like, but I don't know that she thought I was going to put a hat on him that says uh, queer liberation is for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it suits Reggie really well. It's so cute. I'll, we'll have to take the picture. It's really cute. I put a pink bandana on him and put that hat on him that says "Preservation is for everybody." Yeah. So and for all of you over there in Fountain City, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chrissy already took Reggie, but the cottage door is. Right. But there is a lot of stuff, and they're going to be open cool through way. the end of March. And she said they have more stuff that they could keep bringing in. So, and they have really good prices on stuff too. So, anyway, that's my plug for the um, <laughs> for our little Fountain City um, store. But Lauren, Ooh. what were you up to? Did you um, get something hot? Something is. Yes. Got it. A it's bite. this Chipotle. Oh, it's the Chipotle one. Yeah, yeah. it does. I had a bite. Just oh, this is spicy too. Oh, oh, that's what it is. I think yeah. it's more of the Chipotle thing. Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it's what good. did you ask me? <laughs> you asked me what I did this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I don't know. I'm like, what was the weekend? It was rainy and actually, yeah, we went out. We we did go to dinner with some friends on Saturday night, but we laid low too. We had a my husband's grandmother. If you all listen to the very first. Well, no, the desserts episode of this podcast. It was our first episode. My husband's mamma's cookbook was featured in it, Mm. and she passed away last week. She was older and not in the best health, so it wasn't a full-blown surprise, but still, still, you know, hit us all kind of hard, so Mm -hmm. we just had a chill, rainy couch couch weekend something that's As needed it was yeah. needed and it was it was good we, did you watch um the super bowl i sat on the couch with the usher concert yes <laughs> yes for sure i didn't bother with any of it i haven't i haven't we haven't watched the halftime show yet Ooh, it was great it was, it was really good it was very good probably one of the best they've had since prince mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it was really good the game i don't care about the commercials were Weird. Yeah. There were some good, a couple of good ones, but. I'm still fired up about the Jesus. That commercial. was just. Those no. ones were horrible. And it was mm-hmm. like the first one that you saw. Yeah. $7 million. Is that what mm-hmm. we For a spot. How many people we could feed without? Mm-hmm. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. And it was Seven more than one. Million. Yeah. 
dollars yeah. was like three. per was, spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. But it was funded by the gentleman who used to own Hobby Lobby. Yeah, Chrissy just filled me in on that today. I was I like, three different commercials. That's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, you long, have to pay. There were long commercials. For, I, um, the one I watched was about washing feet. That was, that mm-hmm. was weird. That, that was so weird. I get it. I grew up in church. I worked for church. I get it. But, but I saw a thing that said, you pay $7 million mm-hmm. for a commercial to convert people. Instead of using that resources, you're mm-hmm. reading the wrong book. Mm-hmm. Right. The 100%. Jason Momoa one was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. <laughs> when she comes out and she, the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts. That, that was funny. I found that I didn't watch the Jason all of Momoa them yet. one was great though. Whenever she comes out on the balcony and she's like, "You can do that again and take your shirt off," yeah. and the other two guys are like, and she's like, "That's not needed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me introduce everybody that's here. Yes. So. um Tonight we have um, some of the parents from our Rainbow Teen group that meets at Knox Pride. Um, and the group has really just been, I think it holds a special place for all of us. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But um, it originally started as a group for the teens. Um, but I think it has also become just as much a group for parents to... Um, get to know, I'm sorry, I've burnt you up, um, for parents to also have a place to like, I mean, I remember the first meeting that I went to, like meeting other moms who had trans kids that were in different parts of their transition and being like, oh my gosh, we're not alone. Like, this is not like we can do this. Like we know there's other people who are experiencing this. And then as we have all kind of gone through that process, we've been able to sort of like hold each other's hands and. Um, I just, I feel so strongly that community and having that, those people is the thing that makes it not suck as bad. Mm -hmm. So, um, these are some of my favorite people. I love everybody in the group, but these, I'm going to introduce y'all to everybody. So, um, I'll start with you. This is Jen. Hi everybody. I'm Jen and I have a trans son who is 16 and... This group has been our saving grace because, in all honesty, we probably would have moved out of the area mm-hmm. and yeah. probably went back west, even though we really did not want to. Yeah. Yeah. I concur with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next we have, we go here. We'll go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Dana. Hi, I'm Dana. Uh, I have a trans son who is 15 and uh agreed uh without this group to just bounce you know fears off of uh, good things off of you know we we celebrate the great stuff with our kiddos and we try to work through the hard stuff i i I don't think i would still be living here yeah without this without this group i agree and last but not least miss candy hi i am candy i am mom to a queer 16 year old and I would, I don't know what we would have done. We wouldn't move because I can't do that, but um, don't know where we would be without it. So definitely yeah. grateful yeah, to have it and all you guys. Same, I feel the same way. There's, we've had a lot of people come through the group and some of the kids stay and, you know, for a short period of time and go. And right now all of our kids happen to be, um, attending group but I still have friends from the beginning the whose kids are not 
you know, or older who've aged out or whatever, um, that I still stay in close contact with that are really just having that resource. And really it is a resource because like when, you know, Dana's going through something and needs an answer, I can reach out to like this whole network of, of mamas really Mm -hmm. and say like, Hey, where do, where do we go for this? Like, what do we, how do we do this? What do we, you know, um, and the unfortunate part about it is that it's always changing. Yeah. So a lot of times what worked for somebody six months ago um, will not work for us now. Yeah. So I really want to let you, y'all ask them questions because I know that well, it's it's normal yeah. to us. Like yeah. it's just our daily life and how we um, are raising our kids. But I know. Um, well, let's start with who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with. Oh yes, Jen. oh the questions. I'm yes. sorry. Yes, yeah. I was like, well, who we are? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, I knew we forgot. Well, we're yes. gonna get okay. deep here. What do we? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go first to rip the bandaid off. I hadn't even looked at mine. Um, oh, I like this one. Okay, um, and yours on the front of it. It also says like what it is. Like mine's possibilities and potential. Um, I have not had this one. You did a good job. Um, sure and and all these are, are random. Yes, we don't know are. who, yeah. what. No, I so. didn't know where anyone was sitting or what. No. Yeah. yeah, don't feel like you've been personally attacked. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It does seem to happen. I, yeah, <laughs> we, we have a lot of guests and we're like, oh, was this pointed? No, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, mine says, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, I, I think about this one a lot, honestly. But... Um, I think that I want to know, I want people to feel like I loved them well and that I um, made a difference and tried to move the needle and not just be okay with status quo and fight hard for our kids. It's fucking exhausting sometimes, Mm -hmm. but um, I feel like... Whoever made me this feisty way for a reason, <laughs> and i got to use it for something. So You're yes. already making that mark, Chrissy. Yes. So. Thank you. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. And I think, also, because we're all in, in about the same age, mm-hmm. if you were to ask that question 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, yeah. that answer would be so be different. different. Oh, that's Very true. Right. It yeah, would be like, I want to be remembered for what I've accomplished right. or how much money I've And I just... It just moves me that those answer like we're in a different place yeah. these days. Oh yeah. Um, that you know that those answers look different to very much yeah. to us. And the accomplishment very. stuff is not. It's not the same. It's not the same type of accompl like monetary or <laughs> yeah. work the job title or, or yes exactly. Yeah. And it's not tap dancing for other people. I think yeah. when I was younger, I was like. Trying to impress people and trying yeah. to like show my work. Let me give and you now the I'm like, no, I'm good. I know mm-hmm. exactly yeah. who yeah. I am, and you can either yeah. be a part of that or not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool either way. Yeah, right. So, yeah. All right, who wants to go next? Um, I'll go. Okay. All right. List three things in life that bring you the most joy. Um, obviously, spending time with my family, uh, especially as my kids are now. 15 and almost 18. Oh, yes. I know. Um, so, you know, and, and sometimes with my oldest, it's like pulling tea mm-hmm. to get that time, but uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. They, they come back. Yeah. It's yeah. What yeah I know. Everybody, everybody's like, give it another five years. Yeah, it'll be a whole different yeah, person. So, 
He's got to um, get his grandpa socks from somebody. I know. Yeah, I know. He's, my, my oldest is a grandpa. Like, you ask him what he wants for Christmas. He wants warm pajamas and socks. Okay. Oh, that's the way my 12-year-old. Oh, yeah. Good luck. The <laughs> <laughs> hardest person in the world to shop for are the, the young grandpas. Um, and then also, um, I think it, 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 activism is a big thing for me. I've always been into activism. I've always enjoyed the fight. Um uh, sometimes you take your kicks, and sometimes the win is small. Um, but I, I have always enjoyed that, um, and have been working within the the LGBTQ plus community for longer than you all don't want to hear how old I am. Um, but um, so, so that brings me joy. And then um, I think also as I get older and my kids are getting older, um, I think um, finding moments of peace. Yeah. brings me joy because you know sometimes we do fight you know especially with this group we're fighting for our children more so than most parents have to mm -hmm. because in addition to worrying about sex drugs and rock and roll like every other parent we have way you know we worry about our kids getting beaten up in the bathroom or oh, yeah. uh, you know getting their mm -hmm. bullied at school by using their dead name or pronouns and you know so finding those moments where I can I can be just really quiet and in, enjoy the time and accept where I am at that moment. Um, I, lately, as I get older, I just love those moments. Mm -hmm. Me too. That was good, Dana. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> She's a good actor. That was real good. <laughs> I like that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go to my question then. <clears throat> Unless anybody else wants to talk about their three joyful things. No, I'm okay. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> Nothing brings us joy. <laughs> yeah, it's a joyless existence. Yeah. What skill or ability do you receive compliments on most often? Um, well, I'm an artsy person, so if that is, yes. if that's, if that's something that you, that's a skill, get to see in me though. I mean, but I don't. But not everybody knows that right mm, off the yeah. bat. Um, yeah, so my creativity, I suppose. But also, I, I do have a lot of people that talk to me or tell me that I'm a good listener and sound record. And I, I tend to have people, and this is not just because we're here at the Curious Table, but like I will have strangers that will give me their life story. <laughs> and I have been that way. It's your energy. I have been that way for as long as I could possibly remember. I have to like be a little bit thoughtful about how much do I want to take in mm -hmm. from, you know, and like mm -hmm. better about boundaries and stuff. Yeah. Energy sometimes. Yeah. It can be a lot. I have, yeah. What during the, the metaphysical episode, somebody talked about, it wasn't soul sucker, but they were talking about a term mm. that they gave to people. Um, energy vampire. Spiritual, yeah. Energy spiritual. vampire. Um, <laughs> Did you say STD? Yes, it's <laughs> yes, but it stands for. It stands for. Um, sorry. Um, spiritually transmitted. Uh, it was. It was. It was, not, it was. funny. It was funny. We'll funny have to look it, that up yeah, and figure that so. out. But anyway, <laughs> it's a. It's a. I get complimented on the fact that people feel comfortable telling me things, but it is also like. You have, to watch, you have to watch exhausting. how far that goes. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. But yep. it's you know I take that as a I think that's great. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm I like that about mm -hmm. myself. It's a comp. It is a compliment yeah, to me. A, it does. Anyway, we'll love it. I miss Jim. 
All right, mine is, what is the most adventurous thing you have ever done, and how did you feel afterwards? Oh, Lord. Who gave her that call? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a loaded question Mm -hmm. for you? That's a, it's actually a very hard question for me to answer because I am a very adventurous person. Yeah, you so are. what do you choose? What adventure um, do you choose? Wow. I would have to say that it would probably be getting married for the first time, or the third time, sorry, the first time, <laughs> because I had already had two failed divorces mm-hmm. and I was young. And so it was very scary to jump into another serious relationship. But I think what made it that much better was the fact that we were both in the same place in our lives. We both were bartenders in the gay community. We both understood each other. So it just, it felt right. And now 26 years of marriage and 28 Mm -hmm. years together later, with a 16 year old it was obviously what we both needed mm-hmm. you both um, won the lottery with each other i think we with each other um but life for me has been adventurous because i mean i've moved all over the country um living here in knoxville the last nine years has been the longest that i have stayed anywhere mm-hmm. And living in the house that we are currently in is the, is the longest that I've lived anywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. It's the longest residence we have ever lived in in mm-hmm. my whole entire life, from birth until now. I've never lived anywhere over two years in one single residence. I did not know that. Mm-mm. So... That's an adventure in itself. Because yeah. <laughs> I have gypsy blood. <laughs> Not me. I wanna yeah. I wanna visit places but same yeah. I want to I love to travel but I love I to have home. home. Yeah. I like having a home base. <clears throat> um, if you only had one year left on this earth, what would you do? Ooh, that's fun. I that's get morbid. Huh? Mm-hmm. I thought you get morbid. Mm-hmm. I would probably do um, the Money's last, not an object. The Last Holiday. Have you ever seen that with Queen Latifah? Was that the one that had Steve Martin in it? No. No. Um, I can't think of the name. Mm. Jude Law, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know of it, but I don't think um, I've ever seen it. She works for a, a department store, and mm-hmm. she gets misdiagnosed, and she, she thinks she's dying, so she takes all of her savings... And she's a food lover, and there's this particular chef that she loves, and he's at this fancy resort in the Swiss Alps, and so she travels there. You've to, talked about this before. I, I have. Yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> so I would do that. I was like, why do I know about this? <laughs> I would just, yeah. but just, I would just visit all the places I, I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Same. And not, not work on it. Yeah. 
go out with a bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brain immediately went dark and was like, who could I take out that's really <laughs> <laughs> that's really holding my kids back? <laughs> well, I mean, that might be happening, too. Yeah, I'm, you just wait. You don't, you don't know what that. I'm doing on my travel. You got I didn't year. say I was traveling yeah. for leisure. <laughs> you got a whole year, though. You got to wait till the very right. end of that right. year before you want to. Right. Oh, yeah. I will come up with some kind of plan to <laughs> stick it to one person right. in a big way when I die. Right. I'd be kamikaze in somebody. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> now, on to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, mine is, how would your best friend or significant other describe you in three words? Mm. Um, <laughs> best friend. Uh, probably crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny. Mm-hmm. And... Hmm. Kind, probably. Mm-hmm. But we haven't lived close together in like 10, 12 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably what you would say. I would have been curious yeah. in yeah. for you. I would have been curious in for you. I, I love how you're always interested in something new. Like you're mm-hmm. always, you know, I, I'd like to see that. I'd like to try that. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're, you've yeah. got a good it's curiosity. Just the ADHD doesn't well, that's it. Actually, <laughs> like go and do any of the things. Like I'll, I'll get into something for like six months and like you could ask me questions and I could tell you anything. And then like the next day I'm like, that's boring. I already know all the things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you. move on to something else. Right? Love it. Do you want to go ahead and take a break now? Or you want to talk for a little bit? Let's talk for a little bit. Okay. I just got some more chips. That's fine. We're <laughs> so ready to talk. This is good. <laughs> we can go back to... Listen, I love a salsa smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can do this all day long. Well, it's mm-hmm. not hot. I'm sorry. My mouth's not on fire. My favorite is that one hot? No. No. It's the chipotle one that's hot. I agree. That one's really hot. That one was warm, too. I don't this know. No, that one. This was actually I that one was mild. This one I love. I put, the only one I, like I noticed heart. was that one. I put four different things together. And I don't know. Maybe it was that then. That was. I think it was the Chipotle thing. Yeah. No, I didn't this get any Chipotle. Chipotle. This it might one have been like a mango habanero thing. Oh, it's the mango. That's so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you make that or did you buy that? I made it from other stuff you have. You'll have to tell me how you did that because I love that. The mango having it, well, I'll tell y'all later. All right, so tell us about origins of rainbow teens. How did it start? Who? Was Um, there one person or did this just come together? It was Kay, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one of the kiddos from group um, is in Girl Scouts Mm -hmm. and she had to do her silver project and it's like a like a um, service project that you have to do um, and it's like a year-long thing and you have to put all these hours towards the thing um, and so originally she wanted to help out the um, the queer homeless population because that is a huge huge problem, um, problem and it's not being handled particularly well mm-hmm. um, but I think she also at the time was like 13 and realized mm-hmm. that it was um, not something that she could take on by herself. Um, And so she decided to create a safe space for queer kiddos. Um, And she met with Jocelyn at South Press, and that's originally where we started meeting. And um, 
it grew and went from just this little organic thing to, um, you know, a pretty pretty big group pretty quick. I mean, we outgrew South Press pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and so then Knox Pride, the center opened, and then we moved over here not long after the center opened. Um, and we've gone from it really just being completely parent-led to um, Knox Pride has a intern that works and stays with the kids and we meet on another in another room and so we're on two different sides so we're not all together um, so they kind of have their space and we kind of have our space which I think is really I mean perfect. I, I love yeah, that. and there's so there are times where you know we will have and actually um, the kiddos mom that we were talking about they have she has started another group for parents who are not ready to bring their kids mm-hmm. like they're they're still sort of working through mm-hmm. some of yeah. their stuff and she they have a separate, <clears throat> separate group for that um, that doesn't meet here at the center um but ultimately like we still have parents who will come and sit in or even like um young adults who like kind of just need some mothering yeah. like they'll come and just hang out with us and like we've just met them out and about and all of us will be like hey come if you just need some mama love like mm-hmm. just come hang oh, out with us or south press yeah yeah so um that's always fun too yeah. when we're able to sort of and most of them are kind of in transition mm-hmm. to where they're they and were did not homeless. They just don't have supportive families. Right. Yet. Sometimes they just need a hug. Sometimes they want to talk it out. Sometimes oh they gosh. need to cry. And then sometimes they just need advice. They, yeah. Parental mm-hmm. advice. Sometimes they just want some mama energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think that's not something. Yeah. That, I mean, we've realized this from having the business that like there's just so many people who didn't have affirming parents growing yeah. up. Um, that like just the idea of like parents who love you unconditionally it's like there actually are a lot of us it's not like we're you know people will say to all of us like oh your kids are so lucky to have you and it's like yes and And also like I I personally cannot understand another way like there's there's not another way through it for me like I just can't see a way where I would be like well sorry you Mm -hmm. know the line with whatever well can a mama of a not I mean, I don't, my child's not in the queer community, I don't believe mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. but can I still come be a mama? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all, all We talk about everything. We, I mean, we talk about really the, we, we talk about the gay issues and, and mm-hmm. the, the trans issues life, and all this stuff. Life that's going on yeah. with us. But, but then think, we end up talking about just, you know, but normal even parent to, things too but sometimes, because to be, we need a break. To be yeah. a, give that mama love to mm-hmm. a young adult who needs that. Like, yeah. Yes. Really, yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite was the Eat the Teat party. Yeah. Oh, yes. I yeah. loved that. Yeah. So, Jocelyn had a kiddo who had had, they were 18, but had had um, top surgery and wanted to have a party to celebrate. And so, um, parents were supportive, but were not really like into party planning and so she has we have done other Mm -hmm. things for people in the community we've done some baby showers and some Mm -hmm. other stuff when a need has arose I mean it's actually happened quite a bit like something will happen and people know in the community that we are you know we will collectively find a way to make that happen you know the kids call us the rainbow mamas I, yes. I was literally yes. just thinking yeah. we all needed to have that the, rain, the kids call us the rainbow. Well, and I didn't realize this um, <clears throat> when we first started meeting. 
um, several of Jocelyn's employees, once we stopped meeting at South Press, mm -hmm. told us, um, and James is actually one of them, that they were like, you know, you're known. Like, we all know mm -hmm. y'all in the community because mm -hmm. we know what you're doing. And, like, we would sit there and listen to you. And at mm -hmm. first we weren't sure, like, if y'all were you know, going to pass the test yeah. and we quickly realized yeah. that like, oh, they are like yeah, legit, yeah. like fierce, like mm -hmm. ride or die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. And that's because a lot of queer, especially, and it's all, it's all a generational thing. Mm -hmm. People that are in their community that are our age. I mean, I was very blessed with a mom mm -hmm. that was very supportive and loving, mm -hmm. but that we grew up in a time where, you know, that that wasn't the thing, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Your parents may have been supportive, but you don't talk about right. that. Right, you right. Don't, it was kept with You it. don't acknowledge it. The support you know? was just to not be you, yeah. rude. You're, or you are who you are, and, mm -hmm. oh, you're, you know, you're just but society a quirky won't, kid. Mm -hmm. yeah. won't allow us mm -hmm. to. I think we still are fighting against that. I do. I really, yeah. I think it's different. I think there's a lot of, we've come a long way. But I know, I feel like people say to Daniel and I all the time, like, and I think we've talked about this on here before, like, people will message us and be like, thank you, mm -hmm. like, privately, like, you, this means something yeah. that you're being loud about this. And it's like, <coughs> mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of people who are straight allies who want to be more loud, but don't. A, want to take up space that they don't feel like is theirs. Mm -hmm. um, and it hasn't been something that has affected them. So they don't really know how to, how to like, step into that. Step in and say, like, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I really do believe that in order for us to even move the needle further, for our kids are doing a lot of the work, I think, of just mm -hmm. like changing the culture. But for parents to understand that, like, oh, it's okay for my kid. Because we all have grown up thinking that, like, this other thing was, like, how it had to be done. And then mm -hmm. it's, like, I think there's a lot of adults now that really do need that modeling of, like, oh, no, actually, you know, straight adults in the mm -hmm. South can, you know, mm -hmm. be loud and say the word queer. And Well, that's what I was already <laughs> saying. You know, when each of y'all introduced yourself, you talked about your queer kid. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was their age, you know, people mm -hmm. would say, oh, I think he's a little queer. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like it was a bad thing. Like a, a bad thing. It, bad they whispered word, the word, know? I think he's yeah. a little I still cringe yeah. sometimes when I say it because I was taught I was, yeah. 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 that it was an insult yeah. or like mm -hmm. something bad. Yeah. But sometimes that's the only word that... And they they have gravitated to that word mm -hmm. a lot, right? That right. Because the, the millennials in the umbrella term for yeah. the community in a whole, without saying I'm trans, I'm mm -hmm. gay, I'm lesbian, I'm because mm -hmm. sometimes that's not because, safe. Like well, not only that, yeah. but sometimes yeah. they don't know. Yeah. They just know that they're yeah. Not. During the time when mine was still questioning, I'm like, well, how do you you know what would you like me to? And they're like, just queer. I don't know what what I am yeah. yet. Just yeah. queer. Queer covers everything. Queer mm -hmm. just is that okay. umbrella. And yeah, but there I was mean, a time when it meant effeminate young men. You yeah, know? right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wish that my parents were both alive and Glenn's mom was still mm -hmm. alive for y'all to meet them because. I mean, they would have been in their 80s now, mm -hmm. and they were extremely supportive. I mean, Glenn yeah. and I, you know, working in the queer bars yeah. in Dallas and Amarillo, Texas for years back in the 2000s. Yeah. My parents used to go to the drag shows, and mm -hmm. I mean, 
they were very, I mean, his mom would get up and dance with everybody. It, yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. yeah. It, and, I mean, she was raised Southern Baptist, and yeah. she could And every year, there's, there's more of those in the older, you know, my, yeah. like my mother was very supportive. She passed away last year at 75. Uh, but my husband's mother, we've had to cut out of our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but but every year I feel like there, you know, that yes. that number gets a little older and a little higher of people who are like, just let them be what they want to be. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, just let them be healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let them be healthy and let them be loved. I just found um, a bunch. I stumbled on. I was looking for something and found a bunch of like old black and white um, pictures of like prides and mm. um where parents are holding signs mm -hmm. um and i've been like so now i've been like mm -hmm. digging and trying to find and i've found all of these cool ones where they're like i yeah. will not be a mother in the closet oh, like yeah. and i mean these are like from the 70s yeah. so it's like they've yeah. all we've always been here we yeah. have but I also like don't want but to discount know, the fact that back there's then so you know uh, a mother who would celebrate I don't know if you ever watch um, Queer as Folk. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, one of the yeah. characters there, his mom was like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, she was also labeled as, you know, this hippy-dippy type of person, you know. Mm -hmm. and so you had to be a certain type to, <clears throat> to be able to celebrate yeah. your queer kid like that. Right. Yeah. You know, and so I, as I've gotten older, I've enjoyed seeing yeah. how those things have have change you know mm -hmm. when I was younger it wasn't that my mom wasn't supportive she didn't love me because she, she was mm -hmm. um you know but it was just you it's not you know when I came out she was like we knew mm -hmm. you know but we you know we weren't going to say anything and we're not going to tell grandma we're not you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. but now you know you say the wrong thing yeah you know my 65 year old mom who's wears oxygen is going to mm -hmm. come across and <laughs> and take you out. Mm -hmm. I so seeing how, and I think that is a an testament to the kids yeah. nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because we worried because we grew up in a time where we had to worry about that. You know, and so then as parents, you kind of get protective, mm -hmm. and then our kids are like, you know, I appreciate it. I don't need it. It's right. you know yeah. a different time. Yeah. So, at what age did your kids come out to you? Yeah. I think I have the record. Yeah, nine. yeah yours was early. Nine. Mine was nine. Fourth grade, mm -hmm. yeah. Mine was nine when they came out as lesbian. Yeah, and that's what mine did, too. Came out as lesbian first. Um, of course, we knew... That was when they came out to kind of everybody. Mm -hmm. We knew when they were younger. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. knew it like three or four because oh, yeah. they were checking out girls at three or four. Oh, mine had an unhealthy obsession with Katy Perry. Not like in a normal Katy Perry way, <laughs> but like in a, I'm going to marry Katy Perry. And I was like, oh, okay, we, there you go. That's, yeah. I mean, mine never looked at boys yeah. in a, you know, like gleeful eye of, oh. Mine did, but they were over-obsessed with cheerleaders. Oh, so. no. Mine was always, always, <laughs> always women. Of a certain type, and that type is still their type. If they were to ever find a woman, <laughs> it is still their type. Um, and then it it progressed to being bisexual, mm -hmm. and then it progressed to being trans, yep. and now it's trans gay. Yeah, like he's, well, he's trans. A, that's he, almost the same. He prefers men. Yeah. However, yes. there's very particular women that he yeah. would go after. 
Yeah, I, that's almost the exact same path as mine. And mine came out like to everybody. It was like yeah, mine did too. I, yeah, like just throw the door open, burn it down, <laughs> never going back. At nine. Yeah. Yeah. At nine. And at nine. I, I mean, in el- at fourth grade elementary school, we were out. I mean, thirteen years old, How he made a Facebook that? post. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, because I kind of knew, mm-hmm. uh, I, and, and I expected it at 12, 13, mm-hmm. you know, nine was a little bit of a, right. oh, mm-hmm. crap. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was actually, fourth and fifth grade were not that bad because the kids just don't care yeah. Yeah. at no. that age. It's mm-hmm. really not till middle school mm-hmm. when they learn to be really mean. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so we had a, a, you know, a good year, year and a half there where the, it wasn't much of an issue. Somebody mm-hmm. might said something and Max was like I don't even know what that word means uh, but but you know in middle school it got very ugly yeah. um, very fast um, yeah. and and it, and it's funny too because your your child is a little bit different um, because I think if your child is, is so tough I mean I know they've had issues I know they've had downtime mm-hmm. uh, mine started off really tough but it has worn on them to the point now where my child is is really easily I think it has pushed to do down. being in public school versus yeah. being homeschooled. Yes. Where mine has been Yours homeschooled been school. since second grade. Yeah, mine's gotten beaten down over yeah. over the years. There's and, a lot of started in middle school and it has gotten so I think progressively that has worse. A lot, a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And your child is still in public school? Well, we uh last week them out and we will now be going the homeschool route okay uh, at least for the rest of this semester and then we're going to look at other uh, options and and it's funny because you do, they started out so I'm here I'm queer get used to it and then um, as he started to you know going to middle school was still like hey you know listen for example I, I, this is the proudest I've ever been of my child uh, when it's time to go to lunch the teacher would say okay all the boys line up okay now all the girls line up and there's my child sitting down the only one left being like, I'm not really either. I, at the time, they were identifying as more non-binary masculine. Mm-hmm. And so my child went to the principal of the school and said, listen, this is not cool. And they changed that rule for their middle school. Oh, good. Loved it, was so proud. But And, and, and it was a great boost. But over time, this just continual bully, 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 yeah. bully. They just get it worn down. down. And now mine is just like, and why? They didn't, haven't found their people within that no, school, I guess. At, yeah. At, yeah, yeah, at school, they yeah. just not found their tribe. Uh, you know, that the school that we go to, public school, um, a lot of those kids really do just get beaten down. Mm-hmm. So, and just over time, honestly, by the time they're seniors, they can't wait to get out. And while they're freshmen and sophomores, they're just like, oh, God, I don't know if I can survive this. Another mm-hmm. day of walking down the hall and hearing my dead name or the, the terrible slurs. Uh, and the teachers know it's happening, but they can't do anything if they don't see it. And even if they see it, some don't care. Yeah, a lot of them stay out of it. A lot some of them stay of them, out of it. Unless they're, like you said, hippy-dippy. Yeah. Hippy-dippies will get into yeah, it. Yeah, we've had a couple of good and hippy-dippy teachers. Are also, into it, but you know, queer might also interject, yeah. but a lot of the times they kind of mm-hmm. don't see what's going on. And then there's also a lot of laws that yeah. prohibit yeah. teachers from, from, getting, yeah, yeah. from getting involved. Yeah. A lot of those are very recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have yeah. that conversation with our kiddo a lot because they're like, I can't believe that the teacher won't stand up to this. And I'm like, well, you know, they actually, like, teachers aren't even allowed to teach anymore. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, I mean, really, their hands really so are tied. And I don't agree with that, yeah. but I also, as a teacher, like, 
they have mouths to feed Between, as well. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's just a really awkward position that we're putting people in and, and our kids or families in and, and our kids are really the pawns yeah. of all of the yeah, decisions that are being made. And I think it's really easy to, <laughs> um, I think it's really easy to, because a lot of them are, you know, just queer in general. I mean, I don't even think trans. I don't even think that that matters to them. Yeah, I, I think it's just those kids that fall mm-hmm. into that category are not seen as fully human. Yes. And that has probably been the case for oh, yeah. forever. And so it's like, we don't have to treat you the same way mm-hmm. that we treat everybody else. And we can make these laws because we're basically trying to make you go away. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it's it's... And then them seeing it as a mental illness. I'm like, yeah, right. yeah. And 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 getting to know these people or like these kids, like they're the best oh group of gosh, kids. I'll I mean, they're just so good. Like they're they're all like. I mean, obviously, mine does. I mean, yes, they're diagnosed with some issues. However, mm. they're not mental issues that make them any different than any other no. child. And they're graduating yeah. a year early yeah. from high school. Mm-hmm. On their own. Yeah. Like, this isn't something I push. This yeah. is just them doing their thing. Yeah. So it's obvious yeah. that... They're all impressive children. They, they like, really are. They're all, they're all smart. They're all so kind. I think the, the, the one yeah. good thing about what all of our, our queer kiddos go through is that it teaches them... I don't want to be like that person. I don't want to be the bully in the after-school mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want to be the bad guy of, of any situation. And I really think it makes them think, you know, when we see one of the new kids come in, like they all just kind of grab them, like, "Hi, you're new. We love you already. Mm-hmm. Come on in." Um, you know, they they know what it feels like to be on the other side, and rather than let it make them bitter, one of the things I love about the kiddos in this group is that it's it's made them kinder. Yeah. I've said that for a long time. Yeah. That the queer community has a trauma bond that yeah. is what it's like their fucking superpower. Yeah. Like it really is. Yeah. It's, it's the thing yeah. that like you're like I just did not understand that until yeah. I had a queer kid. Yeah. Like and I, mean, I knew the world as a whole. I didn't understand the level of, you know, the bond that you yeah. have with this group of people that makes you I mean, they care for each other yeah. very deeply. There's so much more compassion in the queer community than there is in the cis community. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Just I agree. Just across the board. I yeah. agree. Across the board. And empathy. And yeah. empathy. That's oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it's because we had to learn. Yeah. 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 You know, the hard and, one. and we don't want other people to... To have to feel that yeah. way. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the worst feeling is when... You, when you're made to feel the worst about yourself for being you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to want someone to never feel that way, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you'll fight to the end of the earth to mm-hmm. to keep that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. even if you can't stand somebody, yeah, you don't even want to well, anybody. Yeah. Nobody deserves yeah. to feel. And that. and you mm-hmm. see someone treated you you, I don't care if you don't know them. A queer person will step in mm-hmm. and, and defend that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because they know and understand no. mm-hmm. and they don't want that person to to feel that mm-hmm. way. That's one of my biggest gripes about we we talk about you know we're the elder queers now mm-hmm. um, 
And and there's people in our lives that are older than us that, you know, kind of gave that guidance. But there is certain parts of the queer community that don't see the value in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's my biggest gripe is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, someone had to fight for you to be where you're at. Um, It's just a a sense of return. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like being a parent. You know, my, my parents fought so that... I didn't have to deal with the things that they dealt with right. growing up, you know, so therefore I fight so that my kids don't have to, you know, deal with yeah. the things that 100%. I had to deal with growing mm-hmm. up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a little break. Yes. Um, we'll get some dinner because um, tonight we are all about Mexican food. So um, we will be back in just a moment. Hey, James, what's wrong? Everything, Matt. The government won't stay out of my business. I'm of a certain age and I don't have any health insurance. The economy is constantly stressing me out. And I'm still mad that NBC canceled Smash. I wish there was somewhere that I could just dump all these emotions and get cathartic. Bro, you never heard of Brad's Cathartic Karaoke? No, bro, what's that? Join Knox Pride every Wednesday at South Press for Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke from 6 to 8 p.m. to dump those negative feelings and snap out of it. <laughs> okay, so taco salads. Mm-hmm. Um, Super yummy. Yep. I have a question for you two. Just off topic, and then we'll get back on topic. Are we ever on topic? No. Um, And this has nothing to do with taco salads, but um, are y'all coming on the 24th? I was just about to say. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. You're going too, are you? To the juicy show? Um, I already bought tickets, yes. Oh. Oh, Can you buy tickets now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then we we need to get tickets. Yeah. I think it saves you $5. Glenn and I are performing. He's... Doing burlesque. He's retired. Mm-hmm. Glenn's super excited. <laughs> Listen, it's so, good. It's gonna be. I wanna. Um, this might be. I love burlesque. And it's at the concourse. It's a burlesque show. He's, it's a burlesque show at the oh, concourse um, on the twenty fourth. It's a Saturday. And oh, Dustin. Yeah. Does so it's, it's the troupe that we used to manage. Mm-hmm. Now my cabaret. Um, their academy has started back, and so now there's a show, and it's going to feature all the. Um, Professors, and then a couple of us who have been along for the ride for yeah. a while. It's called Juicy, and when you see all the performers, you'll understand why it's called Juicy. <laughs> Are there things that have been practicing eight, right? at so South Price? Price. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's yeah. not super early. I want to go yeah. see that. It's, Tickets are it's, only $10 yeah. in advance, $15 yeah. at the door, okay. so... Y'all should come. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's so I good. I, I, love, I mean, they're all good. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I just... See you, Dustin. I feel like we talked about it all on the burlesque episode, but, like... Uh, like, the first time I seen him perform, I was just like... <laughs> now I know why I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Chrissy. <laughs> yeah. Similar reaction. Go on! I'm yeah, kidding. I was, like, a proud mama. <laughs> I actually think that, um... Uh... Rhoda was in seeing that night, and there was one point where I was like completely, I was so proud of you that I was like, yes! and nobody else was like clapping. And like, she was like, Chrissy, I think you were feeling that a lot. Oh, this was a soft press. <laughs> yes. Listen, that show, so I did two numbers, and it was right before I 
Now, I came back to do this show, and I don't normally take a gummy, especially on a show. Oh. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, did. it was right before the show started. I was like, uh, I'll take this. It'll kick in mm-hmm. as the show's ending. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. I got my first number out. Was going in for my second number, and I had 20 seconds left, and I said, my pants are still on. No. I just had to take them off because I, I I don't even remember you forgot. what nobody I nobody noticed I, I nobody noticed because it was good I oh. I may have forgot where I was at for a moment too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've never done anything like that on stage. No. I was like, as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh yeah, no, we're going. <clears throat> I bought tickets like as soon as it hit and tickets were available. <laughs> okay. Did you buy them through the Concord? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Okay. I knew it was like Eventbrite or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Good. Yeah, it's like tickets, something, C tickets, that's what it okay. is. Yeah, that's who they it. use. Yes, I'll get them for us. So second. everybody come. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I'd mm-hmm. love to go. We can all sit together. It'll mm-hmm. be fun. And they, you know, they serve drinks. Is there stuff. seats? Nice. Or will there be seats? Mm-hmm. It's, okay. yeah. it's not like... There weren't VIP seats. There wasn't no, they VIP, um, which is actually not bad because I don't like sitting over on the couches anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not, you can't really see the stage. Yeah. Well, for these shows, for the shows we do there, we pull the couches in front of the stage. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> normally we have VIP, and so, mm-hmm. but, um, so we pull the couches over in front of the, so the first like two or three rows is couches, and then there's Regular tables. chairs and It'd then the high top. It'd be great if we could find out, like, if we could get, like, two high tops pushed together for us or yeah. something so that we can all sit together. Well, I'm not in charge of that, but Serena, if, if someone gets there okay. early if enough, you can. I'll get, believe me, watch me. Mm-hmm. I'll be there as soon as mm-hmm. they let the doors open. I drink whiskey. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I so. know you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You know what um, you like. So... I have a bartender. Well, this chicken was real juicy. Really that's yes. why I right. it. I like that's it. what it was. It is really good. We went to several concerts, like Lacuna Coil was just there not too long ago. We were there for that concert. And it's right down the road from us. I mean, it's like such a convenient place. They would do more things there. I do too. We occasionally go to Temple on Saturday night, month to month, when they have it. I always mean to go, but then last minute, I'm like, my anxiety is like, stay home, <laughs> be comfortable, <laughs> take a gummy, watch TV, and I'm like, oh, you got me, you got me. Well, that's me nine times out of ten, too. Mm-hmm. I like that space because it's so open, so yeah. you don't feel crowded. You don't feel crowded. And oh they Lord. believe in appropriate climate control. Yes. Yeah. Look at yes. The monsoon. Oh, oh wow. Down. Oh, wow. Okay. It's great. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well. So, um, so kiddos were young mm-hmm. yeah. when they yes. came out. Uh, what was your initial reaction? Mine doesn't count. <laughs> because my husband and I are both queer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was going to be, I. Like, we were like, okay. Mm-hmm. What can I, you know, what can I do to help you? Do you have any questions? No. No. And, I mean, at that point, they also know, like, all of our queer friends. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they grew up with queer aunts and uncles. Yeah. Going in and helping us mop and clean the gay bar in Amarillo mm-hmm. when they were little. So, I mean, they've been around it all their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So for them, it was not foreign at all. Mm-hmm. And for you all, it wasn't foreign at all. It wasn't foreign. I mean, it literally, we were just like, okay. Do you think that's why it was so easy for him to come out? Absolutely. Absolutely. He didn't have any qualms or worries um, about coming out to anybody. It, I mean, and he also kind of has a, if you don't love me for who I am, then you don't need mm-hmm. to love me at all type attitude. Very much, yeah. I love He's that very enough. much, uh, take me as I am or screw you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish I where he gets that from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from. In all honesty, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My, my new motto is, you know, you can't please everybody every day, so please yourself first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I... <laughs> I pretend I'm that way, but then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. God. I know they don't she... like me. Yep. What, okay, what can I do? I know. Mm-hmm. I'm with what, you. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to strive to, just... to be more of a. I was that way until about it's hard. ten years ago mm-hmm. when I got sick. Yeah, it does change. When you. I got sick and gained weight and wasn't athletic, couldn't run anymore, couldn't mm-hmm. work. My type A personality got the best of me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I had <laughs> to get the toxicity out of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first thing I did to help my health and my mental health yeah. was mm-hmm. if you don't like me, there's the door. Yeah. Whether you're blood or not, if you cannot better my life or at least live in it without chastising me or bringing me down, then I don't need you in my life. Yeah. Whether you're blood, friend, foe, whatever. Yeah. Well, your child is clearly taking. Yes. Mm-hmm heat of that mm-hmm. which is good mm-hmm. for, for me when mine um came out i think my reaction was shocked because it was so early mm-hmm. like i said but um you know and and i have always had gay friends and we've got gay family and so again that that part wasn't bad but i was i was hurt to find out that my child really struggled with that for a couple of months before they told me, even knowing struggled with telling, feeling with telling. brave enough and, to yeah. tell Yeah, even though you know, uh, gay uncles and I've got gay friends, and we'd always, you know, and I'd always had the conversations when they were growing up. You know, someday when you get married, your husband or your wife. Yes. You know, I always yeah, tried yeah, to make yeah, sure yeah. It, was, yeah. it was, you know, so it had never been. Um, but I think because my husband's uh, parents um, were. Uh, I'm going to use quotation religious because I don't believe that you can really be religious and have that much hate in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that m- may have kind of slowed my child down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it hurt me that they that they struggled with that for a couple of months yeah. w- before they told me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell them that at the time. Um, I think it's very normal, though. But I think too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot of kids. Yeah. Regardless, it, I mean, because yeah. we know so many people who yeah. are very supportive and have always been very supportive. Yeah. Um, I mean, same thing. Grew up with you know yeah. Daniel's brother's gay. Like we've vacation with them. Yeah, and it's just a very normal like mm-hmm. part of our lives. Yeah. And um, the first time they saw it was Glenn and Doyle and Abby Wombat. <clears throat> I was reading Glenn and Doyle's <laughs> book Untamed, and was like, they're married. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, wait, girls can do that too. So how old was? Back up to when, when was that? When was that? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe 11. They were probably 11. Okay. 
10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was, a, it was around that time. Yeah. I mean, like, um, and didn't put two and two together. Yeah. You know, so there are a lot of things that, like, you yeah. just assume, like, well, I've always been supportive. They've got to know those mm-hmm. things. And it's like, yeah. they didn't. It's the fear, though. Yeah. It is. I mean. The fear being different, mm-hmm. even within your own family. Is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom was loving and supporting. And that was why I feared, was because me coming out to her. And I didn't come out until I was 21, 22, mm-hmm. officially. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, this person loves me so much. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And they support me and everything I do. But is this the thing? Mm-hmm. That's going to be mm-hmm. yeah. the strong. Because yeah. now, if I say this, it's true. And you can't, can't put the genie back in the bottle. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it changes what life is. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the biggest fear for a lot mm-hmm. of queer people coming out. Even, And I think it's harder... For a queer person to come out to a parent that is so supportive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you're waiting for that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and, to drop and, and it's like, is this, is this, this it? Is, this is going to be oh. the thing. This is yeah. what's yeah. going to. Well, Cher was met, was not supportive of Chaz. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at someone like Cher who's so ingrained in the, in the mm-hmm. gay community and mm-hmm. beloved and has no qualms and has done pride and has spoken out. You know, even they had, even Cher had trouble when, when Chaz came out. Yeah. No? I think there's a lot of, I, I actually am quite surprised at um, queer folks that we know who have trans kiddos, that, that it, there is almost a different level of fear that, that I know. I mean, I, I definitely know that we experienced that. And like, mm-hmm. we, full stop, always were supportive. But there was definitely some stuff that mm. we had to unpack about oh, yeah. what, the we, fear what it meant of, for us. Right. Not what it meant for us, but what it meant the fear for, for the them child. Yeah. And how we were going to protect them. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, oh, I, I still, yeah. I mean, that's something that we talk about all the time, especially now that he's passing as a male mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. And because his identification still has female on yeah. it if you know he's out and about by himself yeah and he goes into a male restroom mm-hmm. and he gets id'd mm-hmm. that can cause a problem and yeah. so currently until we get all that situated he's still using the female restrooms unless which could with still him, get him, him in, in trouble, trouble right? but at least he could id and say look <clears throat> i'm a girl yeah look i've look, got this it, F. It, it says you know it says yeah. female on my driver's license yeah. rage i know yeah. rage it's, it's really you know so, it says female on but my that's true, but that's the other thing you know when even, even when even when they were just coming out and just thought they were a lesbian first thought is oh fear fourth grade mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen and and but you know, and, and the trans takes it to that next level and next level, and especially as, as a trans male, I think, because there is a lot more that could be done to you mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. just a good beating. You know, I think that was one of the yeah. hardest conversations yeah. that we yeah. had to have as parents. Yeah. There yeah. was, you know, that age, yeah. that like eleven to thirteen. Yeah. I think they 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 mature at some point and they start to understand yeah. it. But there is definitely this like. Um, like they still have this very juvenile like outlook of the world and they're like mm-hmm. well what could really happen mm-hmm. and you're like trying to be like i don't want to scare 
you. Right. But like having to, to have some of those conversations yeah. mm-hmm. as they started to get a little bit older, I think yeah. there, I remember one specific conversation that mm-hmm. we had to have and basically they just kept pushing and mm-hmm. they had to be like, this is, this is why, right. mm-hmm. this is why it is unsafe. And yeah. they were like, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the world is like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's just hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that just breaks your heart. It's, yeah. it's like that's not even. I think everyone assumes that because we have queer kiddos that mm-hmm. they're just like hypersexualized. Right. And it's not even mm-hmm. about that. Like not most of them don't want to be touched. Most of them don't want to be touched. No. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They're. Yeah. They're. You know, they'll talk about, oh, I've got a crush on this person, a crush on that person. And I'll say, well, you know, what kind of person do you want to be with? Oh, I'd have to know him for a really long time. I don't, I mm-hmm. wouldn't trust somebody. And I would have to, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'd hyper-sexualize that. It's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely not about sex mm-hmm. at all, yeah. whatsoever. No. No. So talking about the bathroom, there is a, mm-hmm. a bill getting, or being proposed, or, or mm-hmm. on the voting block, or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Talk about that bill. What I because I don't know the ins and out of these things because I have, I have queer kids. I mm-hmm. don't have trans kids. Mm-hmm. And as much as I try to stay on top of things, unless you're really involved mm-hmm. in it, it, it's hard to to, to There's know so the ins and outs. Yeah. 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 Well, like how are intentionally trying to make it? Yeah. Yeah. I think the wording on it is super. I, there, there's been additions to it. Addition to you know as it goes through and people. Right each try to stamp it and it's been worded a little bit differently the gist of it and what they're really trying to boil it down to is if you were assigned female at birth you will have to use a female bathroom no matter what so help you god in a workplace it's specifically it specifically means in a workplace in a workplace so 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 here we could still have gender neutral bathrooms a restaurant that's privately owned Mm -hmm. could still have a gender neutral bathroom if they also have it all male and all female for their employees it's in the workplace. So most restaurants they have do that. to go to the one that yes. they are assigned on their at birth, birth. Uh-huh. not on their birth certificate. Because you know now you can get your birth certificate changed and get your ID changed. Not no, Tennessee. on your original birth so certificate. Not anymore either. You yeah. get your name changed, but they're not doing gender identification. And Ohio's about to change they, them too. They well, I was gonna say they. Yeah. They were, and had we known that it was going to do testosterone mm-hmm. whenever I changed his name mm-hmm. I would have sent in and gotten his gender marker changed at the same time yeah now it's too late they it's too late in it. Tennessee yeah no yeah. Florida oh Florida he was, yeah. he was born oh that's in Florida. right he was born in Florida mm-hmm. so um that's why we're yeah, going but, the passport but they're, they're and, and, and it'll apply to schools too mm-hmm. now the good news is there are enough people even in even in the Rednecky high schools, which I can say, I can say that because I'm going to a Rednecky high school. <laughs> um, they have some gender neutral options. Yeah. That, there, there's always a um, staff bathroom, bathroom the nurses bathroom. It's really going to be in the workplace that it's, it's going really to the workplace be, that, that it's going that to be the worst. Really affected. Because it also is yeah. written in a way that it's like bathrooms, but then also if there are lockers, mm-hmm. like if there's like a designated place where you have to change or, be you know, it. any, all of that will yeah. be affected by it. So it will, it will affect the workplace for trans people already mm-hmm. is so tumultuous and hard. And this is just another layer yeah. of, you know, unless you work at a 
trans friendly. Yeah, which is very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon, Starbucks, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's about and it. That's about it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's just infuriating that they put so much time and energy I know. into this. I know, please. There's so many other things that to worry need about. this attention. Yeah. Yep. So, but even if you're a, a queer or trans friendly business, mm-hmm. if it comes down to you having to pay money to have an extra bath, to have an extra bathroom, yeah. are you willing to? Right. And a lot that of times cost? that's not that's not a feasible. We've we've yeah. had this conversation a lot with our kiddo. Yeah. Um, like as a business owner, that's not always an option. Yeah. Like we're talking about like. Plumbing and mm-hmm. construction. I mean, like, here at the Knox Pride <laughs> Center, I mean, we're in a cinder block building. Right. Right. That you is partly underground. Right. Adding an addition is so, not. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. not. When it's not feasible. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, it's different everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and where everything lands is different depending on where you live. But um, even a lot of the places have to put up signs now mm-hmm. it, when they have, like Trader Joe's has gender neutral two bathroom they used to have a male and a female they turned both of them yeah. into gender neutral and so now they have to have signs out front saying that they are basically i can't remember what the do you know exactly what the wording is it, 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 it's gone through a couple of iterations yeah they have to announce they, that they have yes. yes. yeah they have to have yes. something up front that says we don't have separate male and female bathrooms we have gender neutral bathrooms and that like basically they could be Used mm-hmm. by, yeah, either anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By yeah. Mm-hmm. But how many stalls People are in the bathroom genders. at Trader Joe's? Right. Is it not just no? They're single. single. They're, they're single. single. There's two single. It used to be a single male and a single female, and now they're just anybody can so go into. They're yeah. exactly so they're the same. Both. You just yeah. go in and lock mm-hmm. the door. Yeah, you just yeah. go in and lock the door. But there was a law that was passed. I can't keep up anymore. That where you I had really to have it can't. known when you, you had walked to, in the door. You had to that's post what it was. something yeah. saying. And I feel like they've, a couple of places have had workarounds mm. where it's like they posted it, but it's like a, it's like cheeky. Yeah. You know, where it's like, we're posting it, we're saying it, mm-hmm. but we're saying it in a way where it seems like it's affirming, but the law is actually written that it's supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just makes better business sense to have two available bathrooms so that there's not I totally a agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I don't, yeah. I could mm-hmm. not agree more with that. Yeah. I mean, bathrooms just, are a whole, it's a whole, it's a I mean, thing. I think it's. I mean, it's kind of what. If you go to light on, if you go to the Europe, trans like controversy it, it to was, begin with. It, yeah, it was it was their first battle. That was because the first, they really like, thought was yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, because yeah, the they wanted to put out the the um, false narrative that some man is going to dress like a woman so he can go see you tinkle. And I'm yeah. like, first of all, good was on him if he's got that much North time Carolina in his day. Somewhere where this all started, and you're a pervert, you know. But but trans people aren't doing that. They don't care. They're just no, peeing they just and going home. The bathroom. They're just peeing and The gay community is a lot more cleanly than you know, <laughs> a lot of these people that are actually going to have the problem with other people using yeah. the restrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. Listen, it takes a gay man a lot of time to, to be ready. So right. we, <laughs> we, we ain't trying to be right. out here... Being it messy. should be. Right. Congratulations. You get to use a clean bathroom <laughs> instead of, you know, mm-hmm. having it's to come in behind when, when we went to New York a couple years ago, 
for our son's 16th birthday, we went and saw Moulin Rouge. Mm. And dinner, during intermission, because intermission was 15 minutes, the first five minutes, the men's restroom was a men's restroom. Mm -hmm. After five minutes, mm -hmm. it became a unisex restroom. Yep. So that they could get mm -hmm. people uh, through. Mm -hmm. No one cared. No, no, no. California, Men were standing at the, the urinals mm -hmm. while women were going into to the, the stalls. Stall. Nobody cares. You're all going in, doing your business, and leaving. California, a lot of the you would bars, have to work really hard. And yeah. not, like, not just yeah. be like, gay bars, yeah. but just bars yeah, in general. Yeah, obvious. they literally they have one giant bathroom. Yeah, and there's two entrances so that yeah. yeah. I was in New York City like. A month ago, and mm -hmm. there are yeah. bathrooms like that. There, you go in. There's stalls and there's journals. And Pick one. Such a non-issue. No, yeah, nobody cares. It's the boogeyman, though. That's mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, I think that's the yeah. thing. I wish saying, that more yeah. people understood about our queer kiddos. Mm -hmm. Is that a lot of these things that even if a lot of times I, when I talk to people, it's like, okay, I want to support. I understand. But I still just can't get under, I just don't understand the sports thing. Like, I just can't wrap my head around that specific, like, that's mm -hmm. the thing, that's the hill that yeah. a lot of people, They're straight people are willing to die on. And it's like, even if you just do, like, a quick research of yeah. not, like, a, you know, yeah. broad research, not just from one side, um, it's very clear that, like, these people are not in this to, like, do you? No, they're get not. Ahead. And no. if you look at their statistics and you look at their records and you see, like, no. that's not what's happening. No. It's a story that not someone that, is telling you. But there's like you. a handful of them. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. It's not like at every single school right. there's a it's trans athlete. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also, if that's such <clears throat> a contingency, make a trans league. Why? Mm -hmm. Why that it's can not, compete? No, there's, no, there's not. There's not enough to make a trans league. There's not enough. You might have one at a school, or you might have one at a school district for a certain sport. Mm -hmm. But you have to think about a kid who is, you know, doing well enough in sports mm -hmm. that they're going to compete on any level mm -hmm. that's going to make a difference. No, they're athletic. Yeah. Then, mm -hmm. then they're going to have to try. They're going to have to stop playing sports for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. so that they can transition. Mm -hmm. Then they their levels have to reach a certain point before they're able to even right. yeah. start playing again as the so, yeah, the it's really really, more there's really it's actually a, much of a setback because like yeah. these kids So are what about devoted. the women that play on the football teams in high school, yeah. you know, and they're not on, they're not trans. No. They just enjoy the sport. So, yeah. I was going to say, my sister played mm -hmm. football. She? Yeah. And yeah. she played on a, a an all-male team. team. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I've got friends that played in high school, yeah. you know, on, on the team with the guys. And so it just to me, I'm yeah. like, what's the difference? Again, it's yeah. the boogeyman. It is. I it is remember the that being a big deal when that first started mm -hmm. happening too, mm -hmm. though. That yeah. like a lot of people fought it, but Leah Thomas is that was that her name? Thomas yeah, the swimmer Thomas, was Thomas. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal a couple of years ago. Yeah. There's actually a guy that I follow on Instagram. His handle is Pink Manta Ray, mm -hmm. and yep. he was a swimmer, and he he is so good he's a trans man um and his his research and his like educational facts are like mm -hmm. on point and like the way that he can like make a argument in a you know in a very like succinct way that is educated and scientific yeah. and yeah mm -hmm. the biggest complaint i guess is when it's a male to female 
Yes, they because they have that, the male muscle mass. It's so the what, what's, what's the the? I mean, the, 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 they really is, don't they, have an they, advantage. They, yeah. they but also, but they how's that different than they lose their muscle? Someone who a, a male football player who is taking enhancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's probably happening more a lot more, more, a lot yeah. more than, than yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. 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 But that's not going to be addressed because that would be, you know, a yeah. real issue. Yeah. I mean, or or a female athlete who mm-hmm. uses an yeah. answer because be it happens too. To, do, to get some people who mm-hmm. know more about, about sports. sports. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it is something that yeah. I'm just like, yeah. it, it blows my mind. Yeah. Not oh. only that though, but I just think about my kid trying to get through the world. I'm like, oh God, I can't add a sport. Very few yeah. of them do, yeah. which is like the whole yeah. thing. It's like if there is a kid who is in that boat, yeah. we don't know them. We've never we've not found <laughs> we've it. Not met them. That unicorn has not been <laughs> <Exactly>. spotted. <laughs> I mean, mine danced in younger years until he had a ankle injury, mm-hmm. but and it's funny because there's a, it's I shouldn't say funny. It's actually kind of neat that there is actually a a trans Irish step dancer that has made it all the way to oh, wow. global nationals, and mm-hmm. she has taken and they blew up. Oh, they were wow. there was a bunch of moms that were mad. Oh, jeez. And have you ever seen? Girl, and this little girl is fourteen. I'm so sorry. What is happening? This little girl is fourteen years old and has been step dancing since like the age of three. Yeah. So I guarantee you, the muscle tone on this child and the muscle tone on any other fourteen-year-old yeah. is going to be the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think we can all tell you as kiddos who are experiencing mm-hmm. that is yeah. that like. Their bodies really do change. Yeah. Like, they really do change a lot. So. Yeah, because mine's just starting that journey, but I've been watching your alls. Mine and it's has like, gained Whoa. 27 pounds in six wow. months. Yeah. Wow. He was pushing to try and maintain 100 pounds when he started testosterone in July. Wow. And he is now 127 pounds. Once you're starting then they're the point where they'll start, you know, eating you on a house and home as they go through the change. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We had this fight today. Yeah. I'm like, I buy snacks <laughs> last the week. You yeah. cannot eat them in one or two days. Right. Like, Mine it's a, it's leveled out. He'll go through spurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I made chicken and rice last week. Mm-hmm. Glenn and I had one portion once. <laughs> I went to go to get some the next day for lunch. And now mind you, I made yeah. a Pot. Yeah. Like there was like four bento boxes full of leftovers. Yep. The next day at lunch, I went to go get it. Gone. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> he had eaten every bit yeah. of it. The testosterone like, makes me. Seriously, dude. H. What's. Uh, yeah. Could you have not. Yeah. We, we have three boys and. Oh, yeah. They eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, lot. and this is going from, I mean, before testosterone, he would eat. Like a bird, he, a bird, yeah, yeah. yeah. I a never bird. ate much at all. It was just, and so and now, then, yeah. yeah. And Taco Bell, let me tell you, he he should buy a stock in Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I 
feel like that's just like age appropriate. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Like I don't want like Taco Bell. Like I'll see like life life like three sixty. I'll be laying in bed at midnight and yeah. all of a sudden I see H has left the house. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell. He's going to Taco Bell. <laughs> like I know where, I mean there isn't anywhere else he's gonna go at midnight. Yeah. Taco Bell just announced a whole bunch of new stuff. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen Are they that, bringing but... the Mexi Mel back? Because they need to. Oh, that's God, one of his favorites. I love the Mexi Mel. <laughs> what? As somebody who loves special edition and special flavors of things, they are doing a, because it's the 20th anniversary of Baja Blast being out. Okay. Uh-oh. 20? 20th. Oh and they are doing one? a Baja Blast pie, so it's like a key lime pie. <gasps> that's what I saw. Okay. Uh, instead of I'm cinnamon in. twist, they're going to have twist with a Two different flavors, and one of them is going to be a Baja Blast dust. That's <gasps> oh, I don't know about that. Oh, oh, I I was I'm all for the Baja Blast pie. That I mean, yeah, that that's good. It, I mean, it looked like he. Were they all sweet things? Yeah. No, there's a cheese it crunch wrap and no. cheese it Mexican pizza. It'll have just a big cheese, cheese it in it, <laughs> like like the size of this plate. What <laughs> on earth? I want that cheese it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want yeah, I don't that cheese it. I don't, say, I don't like cheese it. So oh my god, you don't like cheese it? Oh my god. No, gosh. They bake they, my favorite. Oh, to me, they taste like they are cheese. I don't, they just don't taste. Yeah, but it's the best yeah, fake it's cheese. It's like that burnt, like the yeah, crispy yeah. ones made by the family size box. They taste better. Yes. And they're like saltier and they're See, like maybe they do. Yes. I don't know. Only the family size box. Don't try and buy yeah. those toasted ones. They're, yeah. they're scammy out of the phone. Yeah, just yeah. the regular or the white cheddar. The white cheddar is... Yeah, white cheddar. Is I might have to try the white cheddar. More of a... Mm-hmm. I might have to try the white I've never mm-hmm. liked them. I feel like the white cheddar... might have to disown you. Yeah. <laughs> never because been a Yes. But it's worth it. Ooh, they're it's so good. It. Any white cheddar thing, I think, is messier. That's yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Popcorn. It like, yeah, yeah, it gets all over your fingers. But I like white cheddar stuff me too and we saw it squirrel yeah we did something shiny no, no really but you have multiple for those of you with more than one kid how did the siblings feel mm. before we get to that since okay. we're talking about food <laughs> let's go ahead and get dessert oh yeah and then we can pick okay, back well, up remember yeah. that question yeah because I'm, I'm interested in yeah. this too so alright we are back with our lovely dessert of rice pudding and pineapple. I guess this goes with the Mexican theme. Is rice pudding a Mexican it, This dessert? is a Mexican mm-hmm. rice pudding. Oh, okay. Well, perfect. Um, mm, it's really good. It's very skinny. Yeah, I haven't had that yet. Um, yeah, but before we cut to the break, I asked for those of you with multiple children, what? how do your, how do the siblings, how, how did they take mm. it and how do they feel now and just... Any well, any strong I'll say, reactions? I'll say you know when 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 mine came out, um, his older brother was uh, eleven, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, oh okay. It, it, there was really nothing. There was nothing, nothing at all. It didn't really affect my oldest uh, until we had an issue with uh, one of my uh, oldest son's friends okay. making fun of my youngest Mm -hmm. and my oldest didn't say anything and so later when they got home my youngest is like yo dude well you know hey you know your friend said something really ugly and you just stood there and my oldest was like oh I didn't really think about it I just didn't think about it and I'm like 
I'm like, well, you need to be thinking about connecting your foot with his shin the next time that happens. And, uh, uh, and he just used a slur. It was, you know, typical kid stuff. Yeah. But, you know, but uh, little by little, starting probably around that 13, 14-year-old age, um, I noticed that my, my oldest started asking questions. And we tried to push questions on him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for, for example, on... Um, July 1st, uh, I would tell him, happy happy straight pride. Happy straight pride. July 1st, you've got the next 11 months of pride. It's a huge celebration. And he'd be like, mom. And I'm like, I'm like well, just think of that. You mm-hmm. have 11 months. And we just got through with June, which is where we really celebrated pride. And, you know, or I would ask him things like, um, hey, listen, you know, if you come out to me and daddy is straight, we'll understand and we'll love you. And he would kind of laugh, and I'm like, no, think about that. You know, yeah. your, your brother had to think about it. And then your brother had to come out as a lesbian, had to come out as queer, had to come mm-hmm. out as non-binary, had to come out as trans, had to come mm-hmm. out as this. I'm like, and you, you don't ever have to tell me that. You know, because it's assumed, if you don't say anything, right. that, that, that you're the mm-hmm. default. I said, so, you know, so, so we, we, we try to kind of challenge the, 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 mm-hmm. our older one with, with some of those things because it's hard for, you know, that's just your, your sibling and you don't care what yeah. happens to them. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I, you know, I, you know, and especially as we've been going through trying to transition, you know, I'm like, you know, can you imagine if you had to take a shot every week to be who you are? Can you imagine if you had to bind yourself to, can you imagine if you had to carry breast, you're a cis male, can you imagine if I made you wear a bra with watermelons in it to school? So true. You know, and, and so, yeah. so, so yeah, it, over time, like, over time yeah, he's yeah. become better at understanding <clears throat> that, oh, I, I have the cis straight white male path mm-hmm. and my brother does not so it, it's it's gotten he's gotten much more aware of it as he's gotten a little bit older but the the, the first couple of years was just like oh, that's my that's my queer sibling you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was 11 he was 11 yeah, yeah. yeah so I did I wasn't expecting him to you know yeah, stand up and some, march and yes. protest and free brother hug t-shirts but or, that is a, but that is mm-hmm. interesting age to yeah because I'm as they mm-hmm. got older yeah then it becomes oh oh mm-hmm. oh I see there's a difference because middle see school a struggle. is when it starts yeah. to really yeah. things start yeah. to be yeah but I I, I I thought it was funny that until got closer to high school that or my uh, that um, chance I'm just gonna do it all over the place it wasn't until they both got closer to high school that um, he started to realize that even his own friends could be the boys. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily meaning to really yeah. do anything, but mm-hmm. just even in some joking way sometimes mm-hmm. are hurtful. Not even and directly that, at Yeah, and, your but, child. and sometimes he's had to make a decision, maybe this isn't a person that I need to stay friends yeah. with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's hard Because for of the way they that's... view, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hard yeah. as a team because and you want your friends. you're trying to fit friends. in. Yeah. 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 Yep. My... And I think a lot of, in that instance, I think people think they're a lot closer than what they are. So mm-hmm. then they can say what they want mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're you're your friend. So it, right. you know, it's okay. It's, yeah. Right. yeah, don't take it the wrong way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it is also a good opportunity for education. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of my children are um, 
very opinionated and will tell their friends like <laughs> without a doubt like mm-hmm. hey that's not cool we're not doing that like mm-hmm. we don't do that here or like we don't right. handle things in that way mm-hmm. um, I think because they have yeah. been doing it for so long um, like my youngest was what eight when the other one came out mm-hmm. so they remember I mean that's yeah. mostly what they remember is this being the way it's always been mm-hmm. so um yeah it's just it's and, and I think it's not common but it for kids nowadays not that it's easier but to be mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. is easier even that there are totally. yeah um you know it's Again, it's it's a generational thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I was in middle school, I was bullied because I was fat, not mm-hmm. because I was gay. Because I wasn't gay then. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> and so because I was called fat, then I obsessed about what my weight was, mm-hmm. and so I didn't stand up for myself. I just altered myself to fit in with. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't doing that these days. No. They're they're. This is me. This is, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't. If you're not on board, then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our youngest, yeah. when... Um, we have some family friends who have kids who are quite a bit younger than my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when they came out, we were very supportive friends. And, you know, mom was trying to figure out how we were... What's the best way for us to explain this to them? <laughs> and my youngest was like, um, here's how you explain it. Um my sibling has a sweater that's really itchy and it's not comfortable and it doesn't fit them well at all and so they're not going to use that sweater anymore because it doesn't work for them oh that's what you're, that's like, what charlie he said no. i could eat name oh, sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> That kid. It's gotten worse. That I know. Well, now that we've talked about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's wonderful. Did. Did he come up with that? He did. Like, just mentioned it. Like, like the the friends of ours have triplets, mm-hmm. and so like they were all asking, you yeah. know, super curious and had yeah. tons of questions and little. I mean, yeah. they were very little. Right. So, so it was not a matter of not divulging anything. It was just like mm-hmm. age appropriate. Mm-hmm. It would make sense to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My youngest was like, I got this. No. And I was like, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's wonderful. It's just a niche sweater that they have to take off. This yeah. one just doesn't work for them. And they're yeah. not going to put it back on. Because yeah. yeah. it's and never going to kids work. were like, yeah, I hate itchy sweaters. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. That's I don't blame you. Nobody should have to wear an itchy sweater. I mean, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> I mean, kids are just, they're different. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, true. When we were trying to have decide how to tell the kids that we were polyamorous and that we were bringing someone in mm-hmm. i mean it was very we, we were scared to death yeah. and we we're like hey you know this is what it is you know if you don't like him you know we and uh, both of them or all of them were like do you love him does he love you is he a good guy I'm like yeah okay then okay yeah okay. yeah why are we talking about it? Yeah. Well, it's like with anything, the bigger deal you make of it oh, yeah. to them, the bigger deal, the bigger deal yeah. they think that it's going to be. It is. And yeah. they are also, their generation is just different. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, when we went to go get um, name change, 
I was like, we got in the car and my our kid was like, just like normal, like yeah. put on their headphones and like, and I was like, yeah, you were um, like, this was Hello. a monumental day. <laughs> we have got to turn on some Elton John. Right. We've got to do this right. Like we are not. This is a day. Like this is a mm-hmm. like a big deal. It's like you're we're going to Romeo to get rainbow sprinkles. Yes. This is huge. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, Mom, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, I'm like emotional about it. Like, I know. It's such a big deal. Yeah. Like, I, know. When, I think we all felt. I, that I, way. Think, yeah. I think sometimes. It is for the you know we went you know just the other day to the doctor to talk about the 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 transition and my child is is like yeah yeah I'm excited this is this is what I've been waiting for this is what we've been wanting and I'm like oh I can't believe it's finally here yeah yeah but we you know we you and I were talking about this too I think that there is a lot of stuff that they don't see they don't see they don't see us like fighting with insurance and making appointments and appointments getting canceled and then this getting this bill getting overturned and this bill you know affecting that and this mama over here that says hey. Here's the number for your doctor's office. Call and make your follow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, But they do. They 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 don't see us trying to read. You know, because my youngest and I have been chasing this from state to state. You know, we chased it to Tennessee. We chased yeah. it to North Carolina. We chased it to Georgia. Then we chased it to Ohio. And February twenty third, Ohio is no longer yeah. an option. Mm-hmm. So you know, so we, I, we you know, we've almost yeah. been there four times. And this last time was finally successful. So, so yeah, the, my my child doesn't see the you know, work, and, and I and I know these bills are coming. So I'm trying to read the bill of all these states, and now I've got to find another state. And is this a shielded state? Is it not a shielded state? Is it? Hopefully, it, Virginia. We were well, going through all of this. Virginia, we were going through all of this. Day. We were filming, or no, while we been were recording. Then. Yeah, but um, they're already putting in a new one. They're so, what does shielded state and not so shielded yeah. state mean? So, a, a shielded state is designed is designated by the Human Rights Campaign mm-hmm. um, that this is a state that's actually put forth. Uh, laws to protect trans people, like a sanctuary. Like a sanctuary. Okay. Is another way. Right. Yeah, another yeah. word for it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, HRC calls them shielded yeah. states, and like uh, Illinois, New York, there are maybe a dozen. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know. I only I really know of Illinois and New York. But. Illinois, New York, um, California, California, California Oregon, Oregon, Washington. Um, Washington, and then there's uh, like two is it more. New Northeast. Hampshire. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a New Hampshire, Vermont, or yeah, what are those? Up there, yeah, I know it's like up northeast, but yeah. they're all like, I mean, really Illinois, and I also think Michigan. Maybe. Yes, no, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right. That is right because we have friends there. Um, yeah. So it it just makes it hard because we're so far south. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. So Ohio was the closest. Well, they're closing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and because South Carolina's going to go anyway. Is Connecticut? Um, I don't know about Connecticut, but anyway. So, so, you, so you, you know, you, there's states where it's open, but then all these legislations keep getting written, and you've got to watch them because they're jumping around, and sometimes they'll go back. Like in Ohio, the governor vetoed it. Mm-hmm. The Republican governor. Republican vetoed it. governor vetoed it. He said he didn't want, which I agreed that he said that that's between a doctor and the parents. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. child, and you can't, sh- you haven't shown me any evidence to say that this is a, a bad thing. He said, but I would sign something that said no surgeries before eighteen, which most I can kind of get behind which, that. It, at no. first glance, that seemed like okay, yeah. yes, this is a big victory. Yeah. But, right. it, but the it, backlash on the trans community—they overturned it. Yeah, they, t- and they took it back to the house and 
he also and he he also ended up backtrack. passing backtrack and is is targeting adults now. adults so now adults in Ohio will not even be able to receive care because yeah. so basically oh. like Florida yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah, so there's because they can't do one for one and and and, and in a lot of states you have a majority, you have a house majority, or you know, yeah. And so it's like even if something that's what happened with us in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the governor it, it passed the house. The governor, yeah, right. The governor yeah, vetoed, vetoed it, it, it but then there back. was a majority, and so yeah. it went through anyway. It went through anyway. So yeah. like each step of that, mm-hmm. we're like. A normal citizen would probably not learn about that bill until, even if they ever learned about yeah. the bill, until it was completely passed. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really think you don't about realize it's happening, like unless you're trying to chase in, a state yeah, to get until your kid you're trying help. to, and you realize that like that is why your vote matters so yeah. much because you've got a person who represents you in the house you've got a person that represents you in the senate and you've got your governor and mm-hmm. like each of those people is affecting the way that yes. that goes down and then times that times you know all of the states around mm-hmm. us i mean yeah that's why you know we've talked about this here in the center before where we've talked about voting as as parents mm-hmm. you know and and we talk about in, in these local elections you know 50 votes mm-hmm. is a huge deal. But a lot of people, especially people who tend to vote uh, more liberal, you know, they're like, oh, we're, we're, we're in such a redneck area. You know, my vote won't count. There's too many rednecks. I'm, I'm telling you, 50 people from the gay bar could have just run down there and turn, turn that thing right away. You know? Well, but we also have learned on past episodes, there, there's not that many people voting. Mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. not. And that, I don't... There's I think not. people think that people are just mm-hmm. flooding no. both sides. Yeah. That no. people are just flooding the, the people assume b- that bit. someone else is doing yeah, it. Someone else is doing it, and then that's the thing is that it's not. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. not that simple. And, and I think a lot of times they try to lean that towards, especially in conservative states, where they try to be like, "Oh no, there's just so many Republicans voting. You might as well not show up." I'm it's like, not true. Right. It's not true. That's not true. No, because no, when we had Gloria and them on, and and she talked about her wins at that one point that it was just few. Yeah. And then when they pulled, I mean, there wasn't that mm-hmm. many people that actually even voted. Even voted yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that gives me hope mm-hmm. is is this young, the non-voting queer community yeah. right now um, has a lot of power and I think they understand Mm -hmm. it differently than our generation did. Listen, they've also got Taylor Swift. Have you heard, uh, I, let me tell you about my prayer. Let me tell you about my prayer. And I'm not a very religious person, but uh, they were talking the other day about MAGA was going to go after the Swifties. After Taylor Swift, and and I'm like, please, yeah, please go it. after Taylor Swift because the Swifties will vote. I, they I are, agree with they you. They are <laughs> fanatical in a wonderful way. They will let me tell you. They will drive their 88 year old grandma out there and be like, "You're gonna vote because I'm only 17 today." Yeah, that's, a, that's a bad move. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Uh, please after, go after like, Taylor Swift. Well, they're already doing it. it. Yeah, they're doing it right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I thought something the other day that, and then that's the reason why I said it was they were like. She's gonna influence the the vote, and I was like, "Good, yeah." But she should. Someone should. should. Right. Someone should. I mean, because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're trying to influence the right. vote. Right. You're trying yeah. to scare people into voting a certain yeah. way. 
So why can't she and endorse who of, she wants? A lot of people yeah. from our generation don't even realize that it was happening. Like yeah. that 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 so much of what we learned mm-hmm. was just ingrained in us. Yeah. By you know proxy. I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just it was. It just it handed just down was. information. Yeah. And we just and that was it. just how you did it. And that's you know mm-hmm. that has been the part for me that has been the best and hardest is unpacking all of that stuff mm-hmm. and being like oh ooh, I didn't know that was there mm-hmm. okay well yeah. oh that doesn't really sit right with the way who I am right. today mm-hmm. and like these things that like you just don't realize that you have internal biases about certain things yeah. that you know you can either ignore or you can address and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not always fun. Mm -hmm. So what, other than the bathroom bill, what are other bills we need to be looking for and fighting against or fighting for? I'm going to Nashville tomorrow, so I'll tell you when I get back about everything. Is that tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Are you going to? I don't think so. Okay. I was going to. on it. I backed out. (laughs) It's okay. We're going. Mm-hmm. It'll be. It'll be. I really yeah. wanted to go. I just there's so much going on right now in my house. Well, there's. I think the thing for me that I'm I'm kind of trying to watch out, and it's not even just here in our state. It's it's around, yeah. is that you know they 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 kind of started with the sports bills and the bathroom bills, yeah. and then they moved to oh well you know all this harm's being done to kids if you let them transition. It's it's, it's a, a healthcare. It's a healthcare thing. Now we're starting to see the sprinkling in of. Oh, and grown-ups, too, don't need yeah. that. Yeah. And, and and it just makes me think of the pink triangle all over again. You know, that, that's that's how that's how it started was, we're just going to put the pink tri- triangle on the on the gay people. They don't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, so they start with, well, just the athletes, just the bathrooms, just the kids. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to just the adults. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm a loudmouth bitch. What, are they going to put a pink a triangle on me, too, for sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just if if people aren't watching this, this is you know they talk about the slippery slope in, in a lot of things. This really is what it looked like. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's basically in nineteen thirty-seven. Male chauvinism and mm-hmm. women having no rights. I call it old fat cis oh. straight men. Anytime my kids say, "Well, how, why, is it, why are things like that?" I say, "Old fat cis straight men." It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they have the money, they want to keep the money. So they want to put down women, they want to put down people of color, they want to put down anybody who is a marginalized group and cause us to fight each other so that we never And oh, yeah. yep. then make women then, have then babies they that they don't to, want. To, mm-hmm. to fight. Right. And make women have babies that they don't want. They, they want what they want, but they don't, they don't want to get their hands dirty. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we cause enough chaos. Right. Then... And that's just, that for me is the biggest thing, especially going into an election year, is like, don't lose sight of what this is about. Like, it's so easy to get caught up in presidential elections, and those people matter so far less to you on a daily basis than the people in your own backyard, too. Than your own representatives. I I mean, we need to care about the presidential election, obviously, but being just as invested in understanding what's happening. And look, I've said this before. I have to, like, come up for air and be like, I mean, my husband is way more 
like involved because my heart cannot handle it yeah. on like mm-hmm. that deep level like as we're fighting for stuff um so I will look away and mm-hmm. then fill myself in and then you know yeah. so it's different for everybody yeah. what it looks like but um be engaged and know get to know mm-hmm. people and understand that like these are kids who are badasses yeah. they're not Yes, they're very weird. We're all weird. But, I mean, <laughs> don't you want to be weird? I mean, who wants to be normal? They're so proud anyway. of the weird, yeah. too. And yeah. I love it. I yes. do. I think it's great. I mean, nobody wants... I don't know. I just. I think their new motto is, we're I here, we're it. queer, and we're kind of unusual. Get used to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're I mean, human beings. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the empathy needs to be felt from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean may give me hope i mean yeah for the future i mean i know it looks bleak right now um but there's that saying it's always darkest before dawn and yeah. and i've said it over and over it, it's coming it is it, an awakening it, there is an awakening mm-hmm. happening i can feel it very it, much i mean it's just i mean and these kids are going to be the 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 ones to to do yeah. it i mean they they really are um you know we just got to get them in a position that yes. they can do it. Yeah. yeah. And we um, got to um, keep them healthy and alive. Right? Yeah. Right. right now. Um, because that's, I that's, think, all of us would, yeah. um, without a doubt, say is the number one challenge of raising a queer kiddo is just the battle of making sure that they know their worth every day. Mm-hmm. Making sure because that their mental health... Yeah, because the world tells them. I mean, lawmakers, everyone is saying, you don't matter. Mm-hmm. And so... And they know that. They see and it. They know that and very much, and they see it. And so... You don't deserve to be about happy. That. You don't deserve to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that when you're voting. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm on um, the high horse. <laughs> I love mean, it. We should, but yeah. I mean, that... That's why I like dinners like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people need to be having more conversations and conversations that make people uncomfortable. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, agree. Yeah. I mean, you uncomfortableness is a sign of growth yes. and change. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not uncomfortable, then nothing's then changing. Stagnant, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, you know. Um, so... I think there's a lot of uncomfortableness right now mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. It's going to continue to be for, some, 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 for, for this year, for sure. Some, something's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I'll say it. Not all these these fat men are not going to be living very much longer. Yeah. I mean, even if we just <laughs> have to this for a while. Mm-hmm. wait yeah, our yeah. time out, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. natural mm-hmm. selection's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yep, and if everybody stops having babies, it's a yeah. form of resistance. Yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> we might have the upper hand eventually. Yeah. So I appreciate you all taking Me time and, and joining oh, this us. Has been, uh, this has been really yeah, good. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I have kids who are queer, but I'm also a queer person. So, you know, for me, having a queer kid is a little it felt different because I have, I share those similarities with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's great to be able to talk to people who have queer kids that aren't necessarily in the same boat as me, but, um, 
want to know that there's support out there um, and to let you all know that we appreciate it as a queer person who had parents that were supportive and loving um, you know I always thought that was normal and then you see and you yeah. start meeting other families yeah. and other people and and that's not normal and then you I mean my mom and I have had conversations um, about um, friends of mine that she says that she has just sat and cried. Yeah. And because there's nothing she can do mm-hmm. for this person. Um, and I, like I said, she is of a generation where coming together with other parents wasn't a thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was no village. No, uh, we had something special. Yeah, and so her her only job was to make sure that I was okay, my needs were met. You know, and that there wasn't any potential harm. You know, and and she did the best she could. Um, and and we've had that conversation. You know, that there were things that I needed as a a queer kid that at that that time just wasn't available yeah. mm-hmm. um, like it is now. So I say, as a queer person, thank you all for every day. Because you're not just setting up for your kid. No. You're not. And I hope you know that. No. You're setting up for a generation of kids who are going to make a difference. And they're only going to do it because they have support like you all mm-hmm. who are showing by example what it means to fight mm-hmm. um, and it's going to make a difference it really is uh, so thank you from the yes. bottom of my heart for, for all that you all do mm-hmm. thank you so. for loving us mm-hmm. um, so next time there's always a seat for you at the, at table. the table love you, love you. The Curious Table is produced by Chrissy Batts and Dustin Camp. Additional production and engineering by J.D. Davis. You can find us on all social medias at The Curious Table Podcast. Who would you like to see at our dinner table next? Email us at thecuriousTablePodcast at gmail.com. The Curious Table is brought to you by Knott's Prime Network with funding from the United Way. The Curious Table. We'll be sure to save you a seat. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Knox Pride.